Welcome friends to season two of the Godly Voice Notes podcast. We have a new introductory song, new motivation and new content which we are excited to journey through together. The aim of this podcast is to use informal conversation to explore how we can live holy lives as ordinary people with an extraordinary calling in Christ Jesus. Thanks so much for joining. Let's get stuck in. This is part two of a two-part series on the topic of disability. If you've not heard part one, I'd really encourage you to go back to our podcast episode list and have a listen. Strange question, but do you ever wish people couldn't see your disability? Occasionally, in certain contexts. I think kind of in friendship-wise, no, because if people treat me differently because I'm disabled, then I don't really want to be friends with them. Mm. So it's a useful kind of tool for me to see what people are like. <laughs> but there's some settings when sometimes it'd just be easier. Sometimes I can go into situations and I know that like, I kind of prepare myself and put my kind of guard up because mm. I know there's going to be either questions or going to make things more difficult or with certain people. I think often maybe it's after the fact, like if someone's asked me a really annoying question and I'm like, oh, I just wish I didn't have, they didn't have to mm. know about that. Because it's how you respond when you're asked to think. Like I can't constantly be ready with a really good answer. And, you know, sometimes that's after things, I'll be like, oh, I wish I'd have said that. And like, that would have been such a good response. I think mm. that makes sense. Yeah, you know, it definitely makes sense. It's like part of you every day. It's not like you can just have a day off and be like, I'll just have a disability-free day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. And I know that you mentioned you're doing a lot of work at the moment online. And uh, we were talking earlier before we started recording the podcast about this being potentially the first time that you're interacting with some people who can't see that you're in a wheelchair. How's that been? It's such a weird experience. So I've started the job post pandemic. Mm. So I've not been in the office. So certain people at work know because I've told them, you know, in team meetings, whatever, it's been relevant. But quite a lot of the people who I work with don't know Mm. Um, which is just something that I don't feel is like it'd be really weird if I was like by the way just so you know I'm a wheelchair user (laughs) relevant necessarily in those conversations and it's just so odd to me because it's something that's so much part of my identity Mm. I think sometimes even it might be internal like it's probably not even people treating differently but I feel like I'm being treated differently or Mm. I kind of wonder like oh have they said that to me just because I'm disabled or things like sometimes when I get kind of positive feedback on things and think in my head I'm like oh they're just saying that because I'm disabled but like, oh well done you did really well kind of thing rather than you did well and I think some of that's definitely internal but for me it's been nice to like not have to think about that yeah and just know that whenever things happen like it's not anything to do with my disability you know if I get say positive feedback or negative feedback it's it's because of that, me, the way I've acted and not necessarily anything to do with my disability, which is really nice and kind of refreshing because I think I think things sometimes. So to not have that kind of consideration in my mind is quite nice. And I mean, I'm quite excited to when I do eventually get in the office and these people meet me to see what their reactions are, if they say anything. Um, yeah. Especially some of the people I work with are kind of maybe the older generation who are more likely to say something from my experience yeah it's really interesting to hear that and I'm excited for you to kind of be in that new space of someone seeing you for who you are even though when people see you with your disability that's also seeing you for who you are because it is it's is very much part of you isn't it you've talked about 
actually not wanting to not have that part of you um but just give us a little bit of insight because obviously you can imagine and maybe some of the people listening to this podcast do have disabilities but for those of us who don't what are you up against you know what you're talking about when people meet you maybe treat you a different way because you're disabled I hope that that's not always the case but how do you feel you are treated differently I think sometimes I feel quite patronized or because I'm also quite small so people think I'm younger than I am okay now I kind of look a bit more like an adult but especially kind of when I was kind of like 18 19 age I definitely looked a lot younger still okay Uh, that was quite challenging because it was kind of people were treating me like an early teenager because I looked like one but actually I was an adult and I think sometimes I maybe think people have slightly lower expectations or they think that you know I'm affected in other ways for me my disability doesn't have an effect on kind of my um and anything kind of but physical but even so if I'm with someone especially I notice so when I I had a medical appointment this week actually and I went with my mum and the nurse straight away started talking to my mum and my mum hates it so mum was like looked at me and was like talk to her please and so I did and when I'm on my own I get it as well I can see sometimes people are looking for a carer they're like can't fathom that they'll mm. talk to me and I think people get nervous about it but I'm like I'm just a person just talk to me like any other person like I'm, it's not that complicated but yeah that's definitely how I can perceive and I think sometimes people say that oh that's amazing that you did that I'm like it's just what anyone else would do mm. like, you know obviously some things are harder for me but complimenting me for going to school isn't helpful no, like it's that. quite patronizing the, like the inspiration thing is something that's can be really difficult because sometimes disabled people are inspirational like I'm inspired by some disabled people yeah but there's also times when it's like that's not inspirational when I go to the shops that's not inspirational that's just me going to get some milk people are like wow that's amazing that you did that I'm like no it isn't like it really isn't like it's that kind of thing and when I was younger I definitely felt I had to prove myself and kind of say look I'm good like I'm not I'm good anyway like it's not good as a disabled person like I'm good yeah you know and I think that's and now I've kind of got past that but certainly when I was younger I felt pressure to like when I was at school I always wanted to like be the best and mm. I think that was because of my disability because I didn't want to be oh you know you're the disabled one I wanted to be something else and it's true of probably true of people with other reasons that people look on them differently for example maybe not so much now in the UK but certainly in other countries and previously as a woman you'd have to prove yourself more you know that's good for a woman or people who are of certain races um It's not a direct comparison, but it's that sense of you almost need to do better than everyone else or people somehow think that you've achieved greatness by doing what is fairly standard because you've done it despite your disability or your colour or your whatever it is. So you've talked about there being some really positive things that people do in church and there being some less helpful things. Can you just explain a bit more to us about what is unhelpful? I think sometimes kind of the conversation around things like healing can be quite unhelpful because obviously healing is an amazing thing and it's brilliant but Mm. it can be really unhelpful to disabled people for me I don't want to be healed from my disability I I wouldn't want that because it's part of who I am and I think it's shaped me and affected what I want to do with my life and the career I'm pursuing is probably related I've kind of come to that because of my disability so for me being healed wouldn't necessarily be helpful I think sometimes it's a presumption from people within the church that you should want to be healed or that healing is like the best thing for everyone for every 
individual circumstance. And I think that's the thing, like there are some circumstances where healing would be great. So for me, for example, if I have like a sudden thing, so say if I have a fracture, a healing from that fracture would be brilliant. Mm. A healing from my genetic condition is not necessarily, I don't even think that would be what God would want. Obviously everyone's made in God's image. And for me, that included having a genetic condition. Mm. And also some people become disabled later on in life, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they want to be healed. Mm. And I think sometimes there's that kind of presumption that you should want to be healed and like being disabled is a bad thing. It's like, oh, let me pray for you. And it's like, that's not necessarily helpful. I mean, it's never happened to me personally, but I know some of my disabled friends who are non-Christians have had people kind of approach them in the street and say, oh, well, let me pray for your legs so that you can walk again. Mm. And someone just going about their daily life who doesn't think that is ever going to happen is not helpful or a positive thing and even though you know that person probably has the best intentions it's not helpful and I think it's about realizing and recognizing how that might come across it kind of insinuates that being disabled is a bad thing and not being able to walk is always a bad thing which isn't necessarily the case Mm. and I think obviously in the bible there's lots of instances of healing which is great but I think also it's important to remember like the societal context in that for me if I was disabled at the time of the bible that would have been a completely different experience of being disabled now in modern society where we have the equipment and the medical things and the ramps and things like that that I'm still able to have the same kind of life as if I was not disabled which is obviously very different Mm. had I been disabled at the time of the bible Mm. and I think that's one thing to consider is and that's what I kind of tell myself is that sometimes I remember when when I was younger reading about this healing in the bible and being like well why am I disabled then and like why I don't understand and but I was like well no because that was then and it was very different and Mm. that person being disabled would have been very different to being disabled in today's society because I think that's for me, kind of how I reconciled my faith with disability because at times I found it really challenging and being like, well, I don't understand. Does God want me to be healed? Should I not be disabled? Like, is it, mm. it's hard. I think it's like, especially growing up as a teenager, that kind of age when, you know, that's when you really kind of figure yourself out and reading about it isn't always, and being told from the church, kind of like, oh, you know, you want to be healed and things like that. That's not necessarily the case. And I think it's, important to speak to individual people and if someone asks you can you pray to heal me then that's completely different to going up to a stranger or telling just a random even a friend really like oh I want to heal you like that's not necessarily the best thing it's about having a conversation and mm-hmm. if someone asks for healing that's extremely different to just telling someone that you're praying to heal them it's really interesting to hear what, what you're saying there this is a really sensitive issue because disability is part of people's identity. I think that's where the challenge is. And when I read the Bible and my understanding of God through my relationship with him is that he is the God of inclusivity. He is a God who loves people of all nations, of all tribes, of all tongues, and I'm sure of all abilities. And therefore you are so loved by God And someone who's disabled is as loved by God by someone who is able-bodied. And therefore, it shouldn't change our value before God or before one another. However, I think many disabilities do come with pain or do come with limitations. And I imagine that many people do want to throw those off. And yet, 
there is also something about it being part of their identity. And I was just reading through some passages before we come to this conversation. And when you look at Jesus healing people, I think one of the things that's amazing about that in those times, as you said, things were so different. You know, nowadays, I think, I hope we are coming towards a time of celebrating people with disabilities with things like the Paralympics. And I think we've got a really strong focus on human rights in this country, at least. But actually, as you say, the time of the Bible, that really was not the case. So when someone who couldn't walk was before Jesus, what I think is amazing is that he saw them and he loved them and he had compassion. Yes, he healed them, but it was almost like the last thing, you know, he forgave their sins first. He saw their faith. And I think that would have been really unusual for those times. Yeah, that's my, (laughs) those are my thoughts around what you've said. Yeah, it makes me sad to know that you have non-Christian friends who have perhaps been damaged by people who don't know them going up and saying, I'm going to pray for you. I'm sure, I hope that that came from a good place, but you can see how that could be quite damaging. I think especially when you're kind of going about your kind of life and you're not in that kind of situation where it might happen. If that person is in a church, then you're kind of aware that it could happen. But when you're just kind of commuting to work and that happens, it's very different. And I think especially for non-Christian people, it can kind of put them off Christian faith because it's just an automatic bad experience that... Mm they're not going to then be like oh actually mm. it's complicated and I think it's something that like I sometimes like when things start in church if like they're talking about disability I kind of I'm like oh what's going to be said but like, <laughs> I'm like like are they going to say what are they going to say and it's really hard and it's a really sensitive topic and everyone's different and if someone's going through pain but disability as a whole doesn't necessarily mean that someone is suffering and I think that's the important like disability doesn't equal suffering kind of thing yeah. it's, the distinction that I think sometimes people forget that's really helpful disability doesn't equal suffering that's really helpful and actually we can be confident knowing that in the stories of Jesus at least he knew those people through and through and actually he said to the blind man he didn't just go up to him and say I'm going to heal you he said what do you want he asked the blind man what he wanted and what the blind man wanted was to see and the paralytic man who was lowered through the roof of the house He was carried for miles by his friends. You can kind of see a willingness there. That's what he wanted and what he desired. And actually being able-bodied is not the most important thing. Actually, when Jesus says to each of us, what do you want? There's so much more to ask for than that. Yeah, exactly. And we're going to a day in heaven where we will be in new bodies. And I think things will be so different that what we're going through now will be, what does Paul say? A momentary suffering so it's really yeah really really interesting to hear your thoughts on it and I agree with you it is difficult to talk about and of course you should hold your breath when the church is going to say something on disability but also we should be talking about it and I'm really proud of you for coming on this conversation with me and I don't have all the right words and anyone listening will know I don't have a huge amount of experience this myself but I want to know more and I want to be part of the conversation and I would love the church to be leading on that so thanks for empowering us a little bit here thank you for having me in for the conversation I think it's really important that you've got someone who's disabled talking about it because sometimes people try to have conversations about disabled people without disabled people which isn't helpful yeah no thank you very much okay so I'm gonna pray for us over this conversation 
Heavenly Lord, it is such a joy, although challenge, to talk about disability today. We thank you so much for Lucinda and for the wisdom and insight and experience that she's brought us today. We pray that you would take this conversation and use it to change our hearts, help us to understand more those who are living with disabilities, help us to see the value of that in our society and to really celebrate these people, help us to love you more and to understand more why you have placed disabled people in our society and to really use that amazing group of people to help us all to understand one another better. Lord, thank you for this conversation. And if there's anything in it that's unhelpful, we pray that you would blow that aside and that we would be left with the gems of knowledge and wisdom that can help us moving forward. Amen. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today for this episode of Godly Voice Notes. We hope you've been inspired, encouraged and challenged. If so, do subscribe to the podcast and tune in for future episodes. And if you know of anyone else who might find the podcast useful, please do share widely with friends, family, and other members of your church. And finally, go out from here today and shine like stars in this world for our Lord.